Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 29 of the Cyber Bullies Podcast. I'm Ken Nowarski. I'm joined by... Kyle Riesbender. For anyone that missed episode 28, it's up on iTunes, all your other podcasting sites. Subscribe and rate us. Uh, send us a tweet, a tweet, Facebook. Are we still on Tumblr? <laughs> I haven't updated it in some time. <laughs> Shoot us an email, cyberbulliespodcast at gmail.com. I don't know if that's still active because we haven't received the email in I have no months. idea. <laughs> I, I, you're in charge of I know. It, we haven't gotten one in quite a while. That's all I know. Uh, episode 28, we watched Sinister Minister. <laughs> Whoa. It was yeah, terrible. That was really disappointing. As always, we tried to answer the following questions. Why didn't they call him uh, a minister instead of a reverend? <laughs> I know. I it, 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 Within the first eight seconds of the movie, too, you're just like, <laughs> I tuned in for Sinister Minister and I got fucking Reverend Run or whatever, Reverend <laughs> DJ. Like, it just sucked. Uh, uh, was he really sinister? Look. There was not a lot of planning. Right. There was this, no evil plan. Yes. This is my whole thing. I know I talked about this at length in the, in the podcast, but there's no... You didn't feel like there were machinations. You didn't feel like he had things set up correctly. No. He wasn't manipulating He flew anybody. by the seat of his pants. That's, yeah. not, that's not sinister. No. no. It, 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 he was lucky these people were stupid. That's Correct. really what right. it came to. They, yeah. were, they were country bumpkins. And uh, my final question, and I mean, this is kind of controversial. Does Lifetime need to pick up their game? Yeah, I know. I it feels like they've sacrificed quality for quantity. Like they're pumping, yeah. they're pumping right now. <laughs> pumping, <laughs> pumping. <laughs> the ripping and the tearing. <laughs> yeah, it's it just it feels like they're trying, and not in the fun way, like where it could be like slapdash but hilarious. This right. is, no, it's just bad. You know what? I had this thought yesterday. I re-listened a little bit just to try and remember what the fuck we did. Yeah. Um, if you're the real DJ, yeah, you're in jail. Let's say sure or whatever. Right? Yeah. And you and you you're allowed to watch TV. Maybe you're in one of those. You know, you like a yeah. community TV. Yeah. Are you disappointed with that movie? Of course. Don't you feel like I was way more sinister? like my life's boring? Yeah. Look at me. I suck. Yeah. I went to jail for that. Yeah. For that story, I messed up bad. Yeah. I would. I would be pissed off at Lifetime if I was him. Right. Brutal. Yeah. So he, he's not going to live on forever as he had hoped. No. Uh, in fact, we don't even know if he went to jail. It just ends with the, the yeah, fucking with the, yeah with him getting cuffed. The like, helicopter flies away with the cast, and they just <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, anything to recap on that one before we move on? No, I don't. I don't think we should ever mention it ever again. We should delete it from our archives. Like the Jedi. It's one, <laughs> it's one of those where it, the episode turned out. I think okay. Yeah, like we had right. fun, but it really was. It was a bad movie. Could, it could. It just was. I think it taught bad. us we can't rely on the names of these movies. <laughs> you were, to, 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 it, what it taught us is we're both idiots. <laughs> right. I mean, I still think uh, Jake Lasseter by you justice. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do simply because of the name. If I can find well, it, well, the Mac Man's in it. Yeah, that's so. true. It has to be quality. He doesn't do shit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Maybe he plays highlight in that one. Oh God, I hope so. That would just be the greatest. He's like <laughs> professional highlight player who's like a vigilante at night. <laughs> Nobody can believe it. It's like Batman. You know, he's like sure, yeah, right. But he's a millionaire playboy highlight player. <laughs> so it's as believable as being a wide receiver in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. So the movie we chose for episode 29 is 1983's Quarterback Princess. This stars Helen Hunt as Tammy Maida. Uh, True story. Based on it. Well, we're going to get there. Oh, okay. Sorry. I want to make sure. Uh, so she's super famous, of course. Mad about you as good as it gets. Twister, Castaway. Just super famous. Yeah. yeah. Love, love Helen Hunt. Uh, this also stars Don Murray as Ralph. He was the dad. 
Don Marie has a lengthy career. Yeah. I mean, he was... I, I he mean, was nominated for an Oscar in 1956. For what movie? Because that... It was a it, musical. Oh, okay. like Bus Stop. But like, he, but still, this movie's 1983, so he, he's working yeah. for I mean, 30 he's, years. He's one of the Planet of the Apes, Knott's Landing. He's great. He was, yeah, he was really good. good he was this. funny. Yeah. Although he is not Canadian at all. Oh, no. Like that. He, no. He might as well have been from Long Island. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that made me laugh. Uh, we have Tim Robbins, Robbins in this. Yep. Daphne Zuniga. Yeah. Uh, uh, the one dude who plays BJ, he looks so familiar to yeah, me. Yeah, he's in a bunch. He he might be in like um, one of those Stephen Kings, like Christine or something. Yes. Well, the, yeah, the yeah young, he is. He's in. He's the boyfriend. In a, her, is that his, her boyfriend? Yeah. John, yeah no, no, in, no. John Stockwell is her boyfriend. Yeah, he's in Christine. Yeah, he's the one who direct. He's a director. He directed oh, okay. uh, Blue Crush. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't uh, Paul Walker in that? Oh yeah, that's right. Or, no, or was he in one of those other? He's ones? in one of the other ones, but he directed another. Uh, Into the Blue, he directed too, which I think is the Paul Walker <laughs> okay. one. So <laughs> he likes his water movies. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a handsome dude though. Oh yeah, yeah. very yeah, very eighties. He yeah, I, I understood it. Yeah, although I will say the guy who plays B.J. who's the center, he's the Allstate C- center. Center. <laughs> why why are you pronounce? Because she said it like that in the movie. She's like centers. Not senders. Not center, but center. Yeah, she said it a couple times. Well, she's Canadian in the movie. (laughs) She kept saying this organization. (laughs) And she, uh, he, I I just had to look him up because he looked familiar. He was in something, he was in three after school specials. And one of them, he plays a character named Beef Adams. It's so great. I, I was like, I was just scrolling through his IMDb and you see Beef Adams. I'm like, what the hell is this? I, and I don't okay. have the heart to even look at what the movie was. It was like about a, like a, a developmentally disabled kid, of uh, course. Right. But I don't think Beef was the no. <laughs> beef, no. Was, beef was like the kid who like walked around to make sure to get beat up. Or sure, whatever. yeah. His, you know, like my bodyguard, like that awesome eighties movie. Uh, beef Adams. <laughs> oh my god, Tim Robbins, ungodly tall. <laughs> right. Well, not, he has the size of a quarterback. Oh my god, he has none of the other skills of a quarterback. He is no. anti-athletic. Yeah. I mean, as we learned in Bull Durham, he's not a good athlete. But, like, the pitching motion almost looks, like, funky. Like, you could yeah. almost get away with that. Yeah. You can't be a quarterback and look like that. No. No. He couldn't run. Right. It, it, he couldn't run and hold the ball. Like, he was looking at the ball. <laughs> it was so bad. It's like one of those cartoons where he's playing football and, like, the lurch guy, like, has no face mask. And he's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> yeah, and he's so ungodly tall compared <laughs> so to everyone else. Uh, it was really funny. Uh, so a lot of, like, stars, like, future stars in this movie. Well, this is, again, the the heyday of TV movies right, where they yeah. cast real actors, like, people yeah. who knew what they were doing, a lot of young people who were, like, on the rise. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a good moment. Yeah. How how uh, old was Helen Hunt in this? I didn't look. She was twenty one. Okay, or twenty. Yeah. So she was clo- close enough. Though. Yeah. She looks great. And honestly, she looked. They made her look young. They did a good job. They did. They pulled yeah. her hair back. Mm-hmm. They had her wear like these kind of like dowdy clothes. It just looked like yeah, she looked good. She looked Canadian. I mean, she did. Yeah, Canadian yeah. teenager. Very professional. And, all, and who else is in this too? Is um, the the woman who plays her friend, uh, her best friend at the yeah. She's table. she's in Roadhouse. Yeah. She, yeah. Exactly. I was about to say. I was like, she's in a bunch of stuff. She's also in ER. She played um, uh, Dr. Lewis's sister, <laughs> Chloe. Love ER. I, just, I know her from that. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm well, sure ER's great. I'm sure she's in a million other things, but she's a, she's one of those. She's like like one of those guys, kind of actors. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. she's in yeah. this. She's right. in that. She plays yeah. a hooker in this. Like, you're just like, who is this person? Yeah, yeah, she's great. All right. Okay. What else do you have? Hold on, I gotta. <laughs> you need a lot of fuel. For I gotta this oil week. the flux capacitor. <laughs> Hold on. That might be the funniest thing we said last week when we posted a flux capacitor at the same time. <laughs> 
talking about what we had to do after our layoff. So I think this week we have to do a Twitter poll. Okay. Where is it behind the time traveling agent? Is it a door or a painting? Okay. That's a good one. That's a great one. <laughs> I thought we were also going to do, is it the first floor or the second floor? <laughs> Are they in Cape Cod or I forgot what you thought were. You Nevada thought Desert were. <laughs> or Los Alamos. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like they're very clearly watching a nuclear reaction, <laughs> nuclear blast. Does it look like it? They have sunglasses on. They're looking out the window. Except Yui. Well, he yeah. need but he's not looking at it. He's smart. <laughs> That's why he's so tan. I think I mean the same joke last time. One side of his face is baked. <laughs> it's like those O'Reilly fries. All right. So, Ken, it's, obviously, it's more fun to go back in time of when course. we're actually going right. back in time. Right. Still yet to have a complete setup where I feel comfortable with everything. <laughs> yeah, you got, everything different, is, you got a different thing going on Every today. time. I know. I, I thought it would be better. I don't know. You look more like a, more like you're DJing at Hunk of Bunk today compared <laughs> to how you usually have it set up. <laughs> I wish. I, uh, that, that would be a dream come true. <laughs> no, sadly I'm not. If you don't know what Hunk of Bunk is, please, guys, <laughs> just Google Hunka. But, uh, spell it how it sounds. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So we're going back to December 3rd, 1983. Okay. Day after my mom's birthday. Oh, very nice. So there you go. Um, all right, well, we're going to start with movies, box okay. office, yep. Bafo B.O. in Christmas season now. Yep. So we're, we're talking hits. Yeah, sure. I'm about to list a bunch of hits. I'm sure. And you're going to have to figure out who was number one, you know, three weeks before Christmas. Okay. All right. So all the right moves. Oh, great movie. Like that one. And Pipe, right? Yep. I believe it's the high yeah. school. Craig T. Or, Nelson. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the girl? It's Leah, a, um, oh, Leah Thompson. Thompson, yeah. Yeah, back, back when you could have nudity in high school Naked. movies. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> the Smurfs and the Magic Flute. Wow. Okay. A Christmas Story. Oof. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oof. Uh, the Big Chill. Okay. Terms of Endearment. Wow. Very wide range. Here. Yeah. So two of those were, so Big Chill and Terms of Endearment were both nominated for Best Picture as well. Mm-hmm. And Terms of Endearment won. Mm-hmm. Um, the Smurfs and the Magic Flute were not nominated for anything. <laughs> okay. Just want to make clear. All right. So, all right. Now, two of those are rated R. Yes. Probably mm, probably three. Three. I bet three. Because you named five, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, there's yeah, no PG-13 All the right here. moves is R. For sure. And I think Bill, Big Chill. And I think Terms of Endearment might even be. I'm pretty sure. Um, so, I will go Christmas Story. Number one? Number one. <laughs> I think so, because it's PG. No, it makes sense. Uh, I don't know if Cruz had the uh, the box office draw. Yeah, he was brand new. Are we talking about Tom Cruise? Cruise. Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, God, this is hard. So I'll go Christmas Story, Big Chill, All the Right Moves, Terms of Endearment, Smurfs. All right. I forgot to put where all the right moves was. I just looked down and realized <laughs> I didn't put the number next to it. Um, so I, I I feel confident. Smurfs and the Magic Flute, number seven. Okay. I believe all the right moves was five. Okay. Christmas Story. Wow. Big Chill. Turns of Endearment, number one. 
Wow. I know. I was a little surprised. You know, like maybe. Or no, I'm sorry. Christmas story was two. Big show was three. My bad. Okay. Sorry. Maybe. So you were. You were. Your reasoning was good. Yeah. Maybe. And I might be wrong about turns into your. It it could could be a PG. I was gonna look it up. But like, you think people just had better taste in movies then? Because now it's like such a different market where, you know this, of course, but like, it's just like they. Oh, oh, turns into your PG. So okay. So you might have reasoned yourself that I wouldn't. I might have put them on. But like, it's just now they just strictly care about making money and that's it well i think yes i and and i don't want to say they didn't not, then. not not the directors per se but the the studios the studios don't make like like good better best movies yeah they make just best yeah or be, you know what i mean like profit I, I think the market was not as segmented in terms of the marketing right yeah Meaning, like they didn't right. they didn't think about all the different ways to make money off this yeah they didn't necessarily think about and in turn they were more segmented well, right. Because so, now, now it's it's re- it's high and low, and that's it. Well, I guess what I it's mean RT is or, or comic book movies. I, yes and no. Like, there are movies they think of as sort of having wide appeal, but they also are thinking way more about Asia. So, like, they, right. So the action movies don't need to be good. No, they just watch them. Right. So, like, yeah, you're making turns with Deer into the big chill. That's not going to be big anywhere else. It's only going to be big in the United States yeah. if it's big. Mm-hmm. Um. Or any of those movies, or just all the right moves, or whatever, right? Or even Rocky, or and like, I think that's. Su- I mean, it sucks though. Yeah, you know, I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't know. Like, think about all those movies we loved as kids. Like, like even like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Like, that, there's no way that's getting made now. I think it gets made. It just isn't in the. It's theater. just not popular, right? Yeah, it would not be a blockbuster. It wouldn't be number one, right? We wouldn't be like we we were in 1986, like begging to go see, it. right? Right. Yeah, I think that's basically right. It sucks. Yeah, and I think it's just like. I think pe- obviously people still go to the movies, but there's not that excitement for kids to go to the movies because they don't need. I don't know. see that. I don't know about. I don't have kids near the U, so I, I, think, I could be I wrong. Think but... there, I, I don't think it's the how we felt about going, getting to go to the movies for sure. It just seems like kids get to go to the movies more. Like we, I went like once but a there's year. There's just so many more outlets. Like my parents it. were like, no. Yeah, it was because I guess it was expensive. I don't I'm know. Sure. I just think they told us it was were cheap. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's fine. But yeah, um, you're right. You know. Because like dad they, wouldn't buy me a foam finger at a devil game. We went once in ten years. <laughs> like seriously, I think we we went to one Mets game. We brought our food. Oh yeah, we did that. Yeah, yeah of course. Because yeah. oh, you sat in the picnic tables too. Yeah, yeah no, like no, assholes. No, we we ate. I was I, I was right underneath a plane while he was eating. <laughs> in fucking Chase Stadium in nineteen ninety. A, a peanut butter alone sandwich, <laughs> yeah. no jelly. They they dropped the meal. We, we out think of we're the rich. We think we get jelly. Oh come on now. Yeah, it's I don't know. I because the kids movies are big though. Like. They are, but I I think kids necessarily aren't excited to see like a Back to the Future. Yeah, that's fair. I wonder if I don't know if they make those movies for them, like because I feel like Harry Potter is that kind of movie for those kids. See, I think Harry like, Potter is more like Star Wars, like their Star Wars. I guess now, yeah, maybe right because after ten of them, I don't know, I don't know. I, I don't think know we just watch and and like honestly, we've talked about this before. We were, we were forced to watch certain movies because there was one HBO. Yeah, we watched a hundred of like Soul Man, like, as we talked about, right. Yeah, when or like there, Teen Witch is on. Well, I guess we're watching. This. Right, like I'm not interested. I mean, I'm interested in teens, but not so much witches. <laughs> right, that's what I will watch. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I'm very curious. It's one of those things I think about a lot, but I don't really. And there's know. something there. I'm sure somebody's done some kind of research yeah. on this, but I don't know. Yeah, I, they have they have more options and more choices, and stuff comes directly to them. So and like, and there's eight movies in a theater now, or twelve movies. Where oh yeah, there's a lot of quads or, or yeah yeah or, four or, four to six would be pretty normal. Right. 
and they were very strategically placed. It wasn't like in Bachelor Party where they go to the movies. <laughs> yeah, I love that the map. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so great. <laughs> you know, because back then they used to do too the slow rollout, right? So yeah, you right, would, right. Like, like now, Halloween, a movie opens up everywhere the first day. Like you can right. see it no matter where you yep. live, basically. Yep. And a movie like even like Roma, right, gets nominated for Best Picture, mm-hmm. but it's on Netflix. And I think if that movie gets released just in the theater, it's actually probably a pretty pretty big hit. And it might and might be anyway, but right now it plays like an art movie. Like, yeah. you're not going to go see that at the AMC in all likelihood. You're going to see that at like the Clair- you know, the right. independent theater. Anyway, right. what? No one cares what we think. <laughs> I just realized just trying to make it two, two fucking morons talking about things I don't know. I mean, I guess that's what podcasting is. It's two white guys <laughs> talking about things I don't know. <laughs> Shit. All right. The week of December 3rd. So December 3rd was a Saturday. Okay. Um. So number one broadcast program of the week <laughs> okay so i'm gonna give you five choices mm-hmm. kenny rogers as the gambler colon the saga continues comma parts one and two okay which we've talked about before we have sadly uh falcon crest okay oh kenny rogers on cbs uh, falcon crest cbs the a team mm-hmm. nbc hotel mm-hmm. abc and quarterback princess okay i i I remember A Team was was number one last time we did this, but do you remember what year that was? No, I think it was it, it was around here. It was earlier than I thought because I think we it was for um the one with the parrot. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> Once again I don't can't remember anything I don't about remember. it. The least, they, they, they killed the, yeah, the Viking bur- yeah the Viking burial of the parrot and the ghost John was the ghost. Yeah, yeah. McCraney's the wide receiver. Yeah, what was the movie? <laughs> Buried Secrets. Desperate Secrets? <laughs> Buried Secrets was a movie, but I think it's not that one. Buried Secrets was... was, was T.A.T. T-A-T. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever that one was with the dead parrot. <laughs> that was... Now <laughs> oh, I forgot what I was talking I, I about. I love that yeah, that's what you remember about that one. Maybe our best episode really was the parrot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, where she, she fucks tossed the, the parrot into the fucking I, ocean. Well, the ghost made, it, made the parrot kill itself. Right. Yeah, John. Why do you know that? I don't know. F- All right. Well, so what was your point about the parrot? I don't know. I don't know what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> oh, I you slept. You were trying to remember why A-Team might be number oh, one. Oh, right. No, because we were talking about it during that movie, yes. So I'll go A-Team. I'll go uh, I'll go uh, Quarterback Princess. Haunting Passion. Yeah, there you go. Quarterback Princess number two. Okay. Uh, uh what was the what was it was Falcon Crest? Falcon Crest eighteen hotel. I'll go Falcon Crest and then hotel. Okay, so we'll go B to T. Quarterback Princess. Okay, number fifteen for the week, but still had a sixteen point nine million people. <laughs> right, so Insane. yeah, it, it the not the numbers are always bonkers. I have my numbers? Like here. I said, I think that's the amount of people that watch uh, Game of Thrones every week. I'm pretty sure fifteen yeah. million. Yeah, so sixteen million for um, quarterback princess. Um, let's see, number ten hotel ABC twenty or sorry eighteen point seven million <laughs> at number ten. Oh my god, the A team. Oh, number okay. six, twenty point five million <laughs> at number six. <laughs> uh, what did I forget? Falcon oh, Falcon Crest. I missed. Sorry, Falcon Crest was nine, nine. at nineteen point three. So hotel ten, Falcon Crest nine, A team six. Coming in number one and number two, Kenny Rogers as a gambler, colon, the adventure continues. Sorry, I put the saga continues. I don't know why I got it wrong. Part one, 
29.6 or 24.6 part 2 24.8 so more people so watch five part million two. people hated part one yeah like what is that about i don't know, I don't know. It's so insane <laughs> yeah. these numbers are just bonkers sorry i printed out the, it's okay i printed out the ratings today it was wow they're hard to find well, I, know. I had to do more research anyway all right now we're into music so coming around again this is just monster artists and hits as you might imagine sure so this is casey Kasem's top five countdown okay okay i gotta get i gotta get the other computer ready <laughs> so before we do that mm-hmm. we're gonna play casey Kasem long distance dedication yes. game now you know i love this game yes <laughs> The Casey Kasem long distance dedications are insane. <laughs> I mean, there's really no other word for it. Well, right? the last one we did was the shy guys. To all yeah. the shy guys, to out all there. the shy guys out there. And I, I watch these pretty frequently, and I yeah, can say yeah, that, I would say that. How many times do I text you like an insane thing? Like at least twice a week, I would say. Yeah, like this guy just sent a long distance dedication <laughs> to his car. <laughs> um. All right. So, I'm going to give you three choices. You tell me which of these is the one he actually says, okay? Okay. So, the first one. <laughs> these are all so insane. Okay. Again, I should have pre-recorded. A man named Duke dedicated Elton John's I'm Still Standing. <laughs> <laughs> You're already laughing. Sorry. It's all right. You're making me laugh, though. <laughs> a man named Duke dedicated Elton John's I'm Still Standing to his son who was paralyzed in a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry left it's but that's what i mean like all right just just hang in there okay um a woman named dixie dedicated sneakers more than just the two of us to a golden-haired young man named danny who made her take control of her life all right a woman named carla dedicated steely dan's dirty work to her new boss because he is so much better than her old boss who made her clean out the dumpster behind the diner where she worked. <laughs> so we have Carla, Dixie, or Duke. Mm-hmm. I, I, Walk me I, through I, it. I, well, I mean, like, all right, Casey has no idea of... Uh, um, I can't... He'll read anything. He's like Ron yeah, Burgundy. he will. So like, he it, doesn't it, care. Right, so, so there's always a good chance they'll give him something to read that no one would ever really say or think. And, like, I think he would read... The the I'm still standing one. Right. But I really don't think they would let it go out. Okay. I think you wrote that one. All right, fair enough. Uh I think the second one is too generic. So okay. I think it's Carla. Okay. We're just going with Carla. Carla Tortelli. Who's dedicating Steely Dan's dirty work right. to her new boss who doesn't make her clean out the dumpster. All right. The snake. This is AT40 in Hollywood, California. I'm Casey Kasem, and it's time now for our long-distance dedication. You know, some of the letters that come in are from people who have learned something from other people. Listen to this letter from a woman in Minnesota. She writes, Dear Casey, almost two years ago I was divorced. I knew my marriage was deteriorating, and I felt I must end it before it became a total disaster. I still know it was the right thing to do, though it left me shattered. I felt very frightened and very alone, and being out on my own again didn't give me the magical, carefree feeling I thought it would. I was torn apart by a sense of guilt and a sense of fair play. 
I became an emotional mess, constantly teetering on the edge of a breakdown. <laughs> then something wonderful happened. A beautiful, golden-haired young man with peaceful brown eyes took control of me and made what? me take control of myself. He had worked for my husband, and we'd been friends, but I hadn't known him. I want to point out that what I wrote is more sane than what he actually said. Yeah. Right? Because I thought if I said exactly what he said, it would sound so ridiculous you'd never pick it. Okay. That a golden-haired young man took control of her. Wow. <laughs> All right. Wait, it gets better. Just hang with it. Well, Danny was much younger than I and much wiser. He talked me back to life, made me smile, dried my tears, made me feel beautiful and loved and still a member of the human race. We went everywhere together. We listened to music and drank white wine and watched TV. And I began to love life. Now, Danny is going to college in California where he hopes to become an actor. I wish him everything beautiful. In the middle of our relationship, Danny presented me with a record. I played it and thought it was pretty. But it took until he was gone for me to realize the message in it. To let him know that now I understand, please play more than just the two of us for danny in concord california so was it like a mrs robinson situation like were they lovers yes that's so but i don't think she left her husband for danny no 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 danny was just around yeah well she said he worked for the husband right and then she realized they and then they fell in love and that but so he was 17 right because he's now going off to college yeah which sounds like for the first time right so even if she's 25 like that's Wow. Because she could be young, but yeah. Good for Danny. I know. It's maudlin, though. They're, so, they're always so like... Like, it, once it just, again. It's just dark. Who is going to write into Casey Kasem <laughs> with that? <laughs> but... Like, do you believe these are real? We've talked about this before. I do. Because that one was so poorly written. Yeah, it's true. That it felt like a real person wrote it. But that might be what they do. Yeah. I don't know. I think it could be a penthouse letter situation. Yeah. Or it could be, I think we said this too, where you write it with a real letter and they kind of- They gussy it up. Yeah, or they, they it take down. out like, but they still leave in a lot of detail. They do, yeah. Like how many times have we heard these where we cannot believe what he is saying out loud about <laughs> how they feel like, I was down in the dumps. I'd suck off any hobo for just one hit. You're like, what is going on? This is fucking radio. Oh yeah. man, wow. That was a good one. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, you were correct. I did write- <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, dedicated. I'm still standing to his paralyzed son, but the fact that it could even be real, right, is is what I, I mean, love. I had to think about it. Yeah, that's what I love about the game. It's yeah, it's just fantastic. All right, so here are your songs: Lionel Richie, okay, All Night Long, yes, love that song. Hall and Oates, Say It Isn't So, okay. <clears throat> Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, Say Say Say. Yep. <laughs> Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. Ugh. Pat Benatar. You did that on purpose. Uh, you don't know what I did. <laughs> Pat Benatar loves the battlefield. I heard that on the way here. Wow. Right? So what do you think came in at number five? And then we'll play it. So Lionel Richie, Hall Notes, McCartney Jackson, Joel, Benatar. What do you think is number five? Hall Notes. All right. We're going to hear it. Is Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie. Right. And on the pop singles chart, yeah, we're up to the song that okay. climbs an right. to number five this week. It's the current hit by Pat Benatar. Love it. All right, so Pat Benatar, number five. Mm-hmm. What do you think is number four now? Joel McCartney, Oates, Richie. Hall Notes. He's going Hall Notes again. 
It's gonna keep hammering it till it yeah, happens. Yeah, right. It's a battlefield. Oh, I think I know what number one is. Given the shoulder shimmy. That's what she does. I know. It's it, I, it's fantastic. American top 40, the girl from Brooklyn at number five, moving up a notch this week with Love is a Battlefield. <laughs> Love? The countdown continues. This motherfucker can't eat. I know. Uh, Snoop Doggy Dog. Uh, yeah. Makes me insane. There's no commercial on this one, so come straight back. AT40 originates in Hollywood. Daryl Hall and John Oates have Nailed it. 19 top 40 hits. All right. Five of those are right. number one. So we got Joel. We got Richie. Richie. McCarty Jackson. I'll go. Joel. Say it isn't so. Daryl Hall and John I don't remember. I just wrote them on a sheet. So we're gonna we're finding out together. I forgot what that song was called. When I heard it, I was yeah. like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, like, this isn't one of my favorites Daryl by then. Hall and John Oates on the fact that it went to number 40, three. I know. Number four, moving up a notch with Say four, It Isn't So. This is Casey on AT40 in Hollywood, and the countdown doesn't stop till we get to number one. At number three, for the fifth week in a row, It's Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. Right. He's right on. Now, what's number one and what's number two? Number one is Say, Say, Say. Okay. So he's going number two. All night long, your favorite song. <laughs> I know, I'm being serious. Billy Joel on American Top 40. I do not like Uptown Girl. I know that as well. <laughs> number three with a song that went to number one in England, Uptown Girl. <laughs> Coming up is a brand new number one song. It's the sixth number one song in the rock era, recorded as a duet by two solo stars. And we'll review them all. Casey's Coast to Coast. So clearly you're right. We're going to hear him introduce your stuff. Sure. I, I enjoy the introduction. There's always <laughs> something in there. These aren't as good as some of the ones I've heard, but they're good. I'm Casey Kasem. From the number one album in the USA, Can't Slow Down, here's the recent number one soul and number one pop song what in the I, USA. What I find fascinating about this is... Dropping to number two this week, Lionel Of Richie's all the things, this is what you love. Long. I'm not saying it's not good. It's just funny to me that this is what you like. Because this came out in the car the last time we were going somewhere, and you were like, whoa. It's good. You go, I bet you if you looked at his, at his greatest hit CD. No, yeah, there's probably 12 or 15 yeah. hits. Were you a Commodores fan? Yeah, I like some of their songs. After I like his solo consecutive stuff weeks at number okay. one, he falls to number two with All Night Long. Well done. He was number one, now, not number two. we're up to the rock era's oh, this is also, you know, all for the same week. That, I know. The dedication <laughs> and these songs. The oh. time no, I'm just saying these five songs are... Have hit the top. Oh, yeah. Besides Hall and Oates, like, the rest of them are crazy. The who have teamed up for number one hits. There was John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John who topped the chart with You're the One That I Want. Rogers and Dolly Parton hit number one with Island, Islands, Islands in the, the Stream. Of course. Barbara Streisand hit number one with two different partners. With mm-hmm. Neil Diamond, she reached the top with You Don't Bring Me Flowers. Oh. And with Donna Summer, Barbara hit number one with Enough is Enough. And Paul McCartney is also hit number one with no two idea. different superstar partners. With Stevie Wonder, he topped the chart with Ebony and I. Oh, sure. And this week, Paul is at number one again. This time in a duet with Superstar Michael Jackson. Here are Paul McCartney timpani. and Michael Jackson with a new number one song in the USA. Say, say, say. I that was number one. Yeah, it's not you a know? great song, but I feel like oh, there we go. I thought I didn't hear myself. Yeah, it's fine. But... Yeah, it, it's it that yeah, it's like a six out of ten that song, but you expect more out of those two, I guess. Yeah, it's if just, they're going to team up on a song, it just doesn't seem like a number one song. 
It just seems like one of those ones that gets like number eight, and you're like, yeah, that's good enough. Right, right. But considering who it was at the time, like, yeah, I'm sure that's a lot. Fucking of it. Beatle and Michael Jackson, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's gonna be number one. Yeah, I guess so. Right, Ken, that was that a, was good. That was that was, a trip. that was that was a good trip back. Yeah, the '80s ones are always fun. Yeah, because they're just crazy. And if I had a little more time, we would have played the commercial game because I love that game. But. Just remember, Beef Adams. <laughs> Should be our trivia team name this week. Oh, that is a good name. All right, we ready? I'm as ready as you All are. All right. Let's, fucking Let's get, get into, into it. it. So, like Kyle said before, based on a true story. Uh, so, so, I love these TV movies. Jump right into football practice. Yeah, we're there. Perfect opening, though. I just, I loved it. was it. great. I loved everything about it. Yeah. Uh, Dad is asking about tryouts for the high school team. Dad informs the coach that his daughter is going to be trying out for the team. The coach said the school board wouldn't go for it. Why is the coach taking care of this, number one? Like, I mean, when he comes to the practice, that's like an assistant coach job. Like, yeah. here are the forms. Come back tomorrow. Like, who, you know. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Uh, the dad informs the coach that Tammy plays quarterback. Uh, so the dad draw now he was a um he's going he was getting his doctorate right wasn't that what it was yeah he was going to Oregon to State Oregon to get his State doctorate and a little so old for he that drives point. all the way there from Canada from Manitoba yeah drives back yeah one, like one day <laughs> right I don't I guess maybe I mean he can, was there probably for like interviewing I would I mean you're yeah and that's why I kind of like these movies they kind of let you like put two and two together on your yeah, own you got to assume he's there like making the rental or, yeah right like doing signing shit, up right. all the kids for school right. you know the, the you know the logistics parts right. Um, I will say though, and this occurred to me maybe halfway through the movie, how the fuck do they make money? They got four kids. They do complain about money a lot. I know, but it, like, even if he's a graduate assistant, like, that's not a lot of money. No, they're poor. I know, but it's crazy to me they're supporting four people. Especially that conversion rate at the time. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, inflation's not great at that moment. It's starting to come down, but it's yeah. still not great. Yeah, it, it just voodoo economics. It's <laughs> <laughs> something doo economics. Um. We get our first shot of young Helen Hunt. I think that I counted five daughters, but maybe it's four. It's is four. It, is it but four? It, the the first scene, but they kinda, come running out of the lake. Yeah. That, first of all, that lake's probably cold. I wrote that water's so, cold as shit. Second of all, they're, they're. I'm like, how many kids do they have? <laughs> and they're all girls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had said that before, right? He's like, oh, if you had a boy, he's like, I don't. I got four girls. So. And then and then they're like, they have Zuniga and Hunt. Like, yeah. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. Uh, the family is moving to Oregon so that could finish his doctorate. The family is moving to town in a station wagon with a giant moose head on the roof. Yeah, he's a moose hunter and a, and a doctoral yeah, student. Which is a running joke on the... Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. That was legit funny. When he does the, the interview. Yeah, that, that was, was good. good. Uh, like I said before, young Daphne Zuniga in this movie, uh, she got really excited because they saw a pizza parlor. Yeah, she just looks out the window and goes, pizza! Pizza! <laughs> uh, Grizzly country. They were just yelling oh things out. This... Our first insane part of this movie. Okay. They moved to the new house, the landlord, but they didn't leave a key. So instead of finding a way in, they just pitch a tent and camp they, yeah, they, outside the house. Yeah. With the with their uh, mouse Leonard. <laughs> in the shoes. And yeah, Chuck Taylor. Like, well, okay. So, but what's weird to, that about me, to me about that is they have a pet mouse. I thought it was a hamster, but it could have okay, been a mouse. It was whatever. The it, was shoe a, it was a rodent. Yeah. It was a rodent. Was he not in a box or cage? Well, that isn't that kind of thing. Like hamsters always got out. Oh, okay. They always found their way. But he was out. still in the car, though. Like that's what I yeah, found. Yeah, like he was somewhere. He got out, there. but yeah. not out. Out. Okay. Right. Yeah, he could have been in a cage and escaped, and they yeah. lost them. I mean, yeah, whatever. But you're right. Like that house would easily break into. You could easily yeah, get it. You could probably just lift the windows. Yeah, up. I'm There's sure they're not locked. Yeah. 
Uh, now we're at the school board meeting and the parents. Oh wait, you skipped over a bunch. I did. The neighbors. Yeah, I, you know what? Sometimes I hate like these. They're so generic. I know, but it's important. To, it sets up this the the thing they need to set up, which is everybody in the town is fired up. Yeah, everybody about, knows. Yeah, everybody knows they're moving in. He gets everybody gas. Knows. The gas attendant goes, "Oh, I heard about the girl quarterback." And then the neighbor comes over and says, "I don't think that's right." And then the other neighbor's like staring yeah. at him. Yeah, like. Thank God he was Canadian because if he'd been American, he would have killed someone. He would have mur- straight up murders. People are all over this guy everywhere he goes in town. In Oregon, yeah, who's supposed to be like a nice part of the country. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like Pennsylvania that way though, where like you get just a little bit out of the cities and it's, and it's uh, like Jesus it's, country. Yeah, it's a lot more conservative. Yeah. Uh, so we're at school board meeting. Parents are opposed to hunt playing because it's against the spirit of the game. That's what I wrote. <laughs> Come on. Uh, the town wants to make her a cheerleader, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the woman says I was like, well, "We'll bend the rules to make you a cheerleader." Yeah, it's like, what? But Hunt wants to Hunt wants to play football. That dude is a classic villain. Oh, he was great. He, the dad. Yeah, he's another one of the like those guys. He's in a million things. And this was good. It was very like Friday Night Lights with yes. like, them coming down on the coach all the time. About oh, every yeah. decision. It was, oh, it was it, fucking great. I love that. <laughs> oh, you forgot one more too. Or I, sometime in that first ten minutes where the woman goes, like he's talking to somebody and she goes. Oh, you're the Canadians. Yeah. She says it like, like it's a bad evil. thing. <laughs> like the nicest people on earth. She's like, like I know. Like they were Russians, you know? Right. Like, it was so funny. So the councilman informs the crowd about Title IX and that they have to let her try out. Or out. Uh, <laughs> now we're at practice and the whole team is just staring her down. Uh, I didn't understand either about the school we're meeting, which is if the law is she has to play. Yeah, why even have the meeting? Right. Like just so we could let her, everyone yell at her yeah, and intimidate her? Voice, yeah. Maybe she'll quit? I think that you're probably yeah, maybe. right. I didn't occur to me until just now, but I was like thinking the same thing. Like this poor, they made this family go like through. Like they should have just walked in there, like double birds, <laughs> like the whole family. It would be yeah, fucking like, great. Uh, like a Blackthorn uh, <laughs> uh, from uh, Triumph. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever the fuck is Or Spock. Spock. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, now we're at practice and the whole team is staring her down. Hunt takes a spot in the line and starts doing drills. Uh, basically, we just watch him do calisthenics. I loved it. I could have watched him do calisthenics for two hours. It was one of those things where it felt like they were killing time and I enjoyed it. Whereas right, like, the movies yeah. we watch usually it but feels... But you know what they get... They get in this movie, they do... Like, the football scenes are realistic. They look for, like, real. Practice. They like, look like high school. That's a real shit high school practice yep. where you're just doing drills fucking around you're, you're getting yelled at for no reason yeah it was great i love that and the football so games were realistic they were they didn't look like college players playing high school right it, it was like very re- slow yeah right the pace is very a lot of running the ball right just a lot of just f- falling two yards in yeah. a cloud of dust <laughs> yeah the crowd going nuts i did love too she had perfect technique she was good she had she threw the ball perfect you could tell she really took time like you watched her she like let go yeah flicked the wrist exactly right she did not like throw like a girl in quotes no 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 she was very athletic but she had no arm strength but neither did the other two right you watch them throw the ball they look like idiots yeah she at least was was throwing spirals 15 yards yeah and that was really her i think oh yeah that was definitely her you could see you could tell because they showed it from the front the one time without the cut you could see the ball yeah it was good side she did a good job uh they start running offensive drills and hunt gets uh under center she throws her first pass right on the money and the next one, pad drills her next day. When uh, he's like, go deep. And it literally like, does the same 20, exact 22 pass. yards. Yeah. But again, like that's probably the furthest they threw the ball. I know. Do you know what I mean? I know. It, You're it, right. I think we saw one pass over 30 yards the entire movie. <laughs> and it was like behind That was too. 80s football. Yeah, right. Uh, they meet the landlord. And he has a problem with Hunt playing football. 
everybody in his fucking town. What I love when he walks in. Why does anybody care? He wanders in like an old wizard. He just walks yeah. in like, oh, who are you? Yeah. He's like, what are you guys doing here? We rented it, you piece of shit. My, and you left no key. My favorite line. Red's doing the first of the month. No shit. Yeah. What the fuck do you think it's due? <laughs> no, I'm going to hand it in whatever I want. Yeah. Stew the 17th. How about I, can I pay you all at the end? 12 months at the end, last day. Jesus. Yeah, that scene, it was just, a, but it was supposed to get drive home the fact that everybody's mad about this. Everybody hates them for no reason. Yeah, and they're Canadians. <laughs> I love the coach. You know what? The coach was really good in this movie. That dude's in everything, too. He's good. Carmen Argenziano. I, you, he, you, he pops up. He has like 180 credits on IMDb. Oh my God. He's one of those guys for sure. Because he played it down. Like, he did it perfect in that first scene with the townspeople where he realizes she's good. He's like, the coach informs the town people that he's like, you know, she's good. She's quick. And they're just like, oh, fuck you. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. He's like, how could she like, be oh, good? What do you want me to tell you? She's good. Uh, yeah, she's better than these two other idiots we have. So they pretty much, the, the town pretty much threatens the coach, not the player. Uh, back at practice since full contact day, uh, Tim Robbins is there. He's fucking giant, like I just said. He has no coordination. So she gets dri- She gets hammered. Yeah, that was a real hit. And they literally, like, I thought they were going to peel her, like, out of the grass. <laughs> that was like... The the, uh, the Joe Montana hit from behind. Oh, like, the Leonard Marshall hit? Yeah, he just gets fucking <laughs> annihilated. I don't know what that drill was. It was nobody blocked. She was supposed to hand the ball off, her, and like, nobody was there. Was, hit her pitch man, and uh, he just she just buried. Oh, he just got buried. Okay, she, but like again, that's what made it realistic. Like that's what would have happened. Yeah. She just got pasted. Yeah. Uh, Hunt gets a call from the coach that she made the team. So, immediate, not a second after she gets the call, the press is at her house. Yeah, that was weird. I, I we skipped newspaper, one. <laughs> television, <laughs> teletype. We miss we skipped one thing which I thought about too. So she starts practicing or trying out. They're living in the front yard. So she has not showered this entire time. No. She probably showers in the locker room. I guess. So the family isn't showering though before school? I think they're Canadian. That's true. <laughs> they went down to the lake. I don't think I would think it was like a day. I don't think it was very long. Okay. It's maybe two longer, days. but yeah, maybe you're right. Because she, the first day was no contact, and the second day she had pads, and then the landlord was there. So oh, maybe yeah, it was right. a second. Day. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, they went to the DQ to make the phone call. <laughs> they did. They did. It's insane. It was just a different world without cell phones. It's like, all right, well. I had to drive to Dairy Queen to make a telephone call <laughs> out of a pay phone that I have to pay a quarter to. Then I had to hope someone would be home to get to answer it because right. they don't answer it. Right, exactly. Uh, right after, yeah, like I said, the, the press is there. Channel Four, Channel Four News team shows up. You, th- you would think they were covering like a house fire. They were, it was they like were the there OJ. Instant- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy. Although, I, I don't think it would have been there that fast. But the news coverage would have been like that in a small town right. where nothing is going on. Right, like they have nothing going on. Did the next day at breakfast? Classic eighties moment. Did you see what the mom served for breakfast? No, I didn't. I usually notice stuff like that. Cantaloupe. Oh, boy. the most disgusting of the melons. Canadians. So she had, they had cantaloupe and like juice. Here, you want to be hungry in an hour? <laughs> it's so gross. Tastes like shit. I hated cantaloupe. Yeah, it's it's oh, the worst. You know it's the worst because that's how they always fill out fruit salad because it's cheap it's and no one garbage. wants it. Uh. First day of school for Hunt, everyone is just staring. When she's in the classroom, everybody's just staring at her. Yeah, you would thought like... I mean, she's hot, she's beautiful, but, but like, that's not why they're staring. No, but- it was a little over the top, but but it was still... I still enjoyed it. Like, it, yeah. it didn't feel as ridiculous as some of the things we've seen with like yeah. teenagers being ostracized. Or like a, a parrot being thrown into the ocean. <laughs> it, w- it wasn't like Brandy Blackbear. <laughs> she have a pentacle on her hand. <laughs> Hunt meets Scott. 
who uh, introduces hunky. him. He's a hunk. It's an absolute 80s hunk. Who introduces himself as a school orientation well, officer, that was which I thought it was a good move. <laughs> uh, he's hitting on Hunt. Uh, so he, this is the one moment where I think the movie drops the ball. Okay. No pun intended. You got BJ, right? The center. Correct. Who, who's center. Very, who's, <laughs> center. Who's very much on her side. Yeah. Right. Like he he's the first one to go like, oh, she's pretty good. Like, yeah. And he treats her nice. He introduces yep. himself like he's just like a normal kid. Yeah. And his dad is the one who's all over the. Yeah. Coach. He's the he's the 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 person in charge of. Yeah. Like the boosters. Right. Correct. Right. And he's buddy. He's buddy. From, yeah, exactly. He's right. buddy Garrity. Right. Yeah. And so BJ. Well, one is the dad. His dad doesn't like Helen Hunt because he wanted his son to be the quarterback. Right. but He's not good. Right. But he's an all state center. So, right. you know, center center. So. <laughs> So the second part is, there should have been a love triangle. See, I thought this. I thought he was gay. Oh, that's what I got out of the whole thing. Shit, like they couldn't say it, right? Right, right, right. Because like, no, that makes way more sense. They're though. super close, right? Yeah. from the get go. But there's no sexual no, attention. He has zero interest. Right, he never and he's says. He's always like yeah. asking, "Well, where's Scott? That's where's true. Scott? Yeah, he's yeah. maybe he, maybe he's also interested in yeah. Scott. I oh. thought he was gay. That's what I got out. Oh, of that makes thing. way more sense. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, why aren't they playing this up? He's so nice and he likes her so much. Yeah. They're friends. They're very good friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And then there's the other guy in the team. Because really, because if he was interested in her, he would have called Scott a scumbag right away. Or or there would have been, he could have been nice, but also been like, look out for that guy. You know, right. like, like, right. like, like laid the groundwork to undermine correct. it later, right. which is what I thought was going to happen in that scene. He's like, oh, that's just Scott. He was like, ah, he's, you know, like, yeah. don't worry about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I expected it to be, maybe that's the true story though, too. I, that's what I think. I didn't look up BJ. Yeah. But. I mean, his name's BJ. That's true. <laughs> What's his last name? Felicia? <laughs> Uh, we're idiots. So mom's at the market and all the Yentas are following around. Oh, I love telling, an 80s supermarket. Telling her to have Hunt quit football. I love this. They said they don't want women's lib in Melville it or whatever. So funny. It yeah, that's what she said. They're like, there's no women's lib here. We we raise proper women. Yeah, she's like, ladies. what are you talking about? Yeah. She gave a good response. Yeah, she's, she's like, basically told them to eat yeah, shit. Yeah, she's like, fuck you. Picked up her uh, 20 cantaloupes and left. <laughs> I believe she did have one in there. <laughs> for sure. Uh, we're at practice, and the uh, cheerleaders are picking on Hunt, and she oh, tells him to lay off. That girl's perfectly She was cast. great, man. Like, she was, like, straight out of central casting for bad girl cheerleader. Yeah, it was awesome. Loved it. Uh, we're at lunch the next day. We meet Carolyn, uh, who wants to be Hunt's friend. She's the one that's in Roadhouse, among other things. Yeah, yeah. She sits down and is, like, just treats her like a normal person, which no one, no, literally no one has right. done except for, her, except for uh, uh, Scott. The the center of the team befriends Hunt, tells her now uh now to let anyone to get Oh my god. I, I wrote this terribly. I was not nah. I, I had not slept at no, all. It's all right, we're doing all right. Uh befriends Hunt and tells her and tells her <laughs> I, I can't even read this. Basically he tells her not anyone let anyone bother anymore and then he peels out in his trans am not <laughs> not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, he had beautiful eighties perm. Oh, he's great. Yeah, I love that guy. All right, so we're at the finally uh, first game of the year. Hunt doesn't start. Uh, the starting Q back is a dud. No, he had no pocket presence. Yeah, it was weird. He had happy feet. He, yeah. he was Keo Keo did not play well. <laughs> and it, it, did you notice to start the game? Huge kick return though. Somebody, oh yeah, like Rocket Ishmael like, was out there. <laughs> just like it, it really, I thought it was like a touchdown, like ridiculous. Yeah, he just fell at like the thirty, ran right. out of gas, and it was so yeah, exactly. I was gonna say it was so slow. So coach puts in Tim Robbins, who's atrocious. He was so bad. Uh, yeah. Oh, he, did you he lost? It? Wait. So okay. All right. Say what you're gonna say, and I will talk about Tim Robbins because I have a couple points. Okay. So did you hear what one of the fans in the crowd says? He oh, goes, when the dad gets mad at him, he goes, 
Put in the broad. Maybe she's taking hormone shots. <laughs> Put in the broad. <laughs> Fuck, I laughed out loud. <laughs> uh, what an insane thing to yell out. <laughs> like an old man in a football game. Taking hormones. Like he's ahead of his time with the steroids. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So they kick return like 60 yards. Keo uh, sack for a loss. Right. I believe runs the ball for a loss. Yeah. They bring in Robbins for third down. So this is all one possession. <laughs> right. he, he loses 29 <laughs> yards. <laughs> so it's fourth and like, 40, like right. legitimately like 40 yards. Right. Hunt comes in. They don't punt. Right. Hands off. Yeah. And they get a first down. <laughs> By a lot. They yeah. measure, but it's like. Yeah. Because like I was like, watch this thing. like, wait a minute. What the fuck just happened? She handed off on fourth and 40 and they got a first down. Right. So that was the least realistic part okay. of the movie. Okay, I, I didn't catch that, but you're right. Yeah, because I was like sitting there thinking, like, wait, wait, but yeah, because I didn't. I thought she'd come in and like throw the ball, you know? Right. So he, like Kyle said, he finally puts in Hunt. She gets off to a rough start. Hands off, a hand, couple hands off, handoffs. Yeah, right. Uh, then they get going. Her first pass is a completion. Yeah, they're running they, the West Coast offense. Right. Black fifty nine razor. But the first game, one one pass. She's one for one. Yeah. Uh, the that was like the fourth quarter she came yeah, in? Yeah, she came in at the yeah, end. Yeah, it kind of wasn't clear. Drive. Right. And then, then when they win, you realize. The Grizzlies win as Hunt leads the game-winning drive. <laughs> I said here she was one for one. <laughs> uh, Scott waits for Hunt after the game and asks her on a date, and she accepts. 128.6 QB rating. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is where another insane part of the <laughs> Yeah, this was awesome. So Scott picks her up in a, like a 50s pickup truck, okay? Like the trunk Daniel gets in, in yes, Karate Kid. Yes, absolute jalopy. Now, Dr. Mudd. When you found about out about their date, did you think they would be doing lumberjacky vests? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay, it was it, it was nowhere near my mind. <laughs> but I do love that the, the prominence of lumberjack sports in the 1980s. Well, I mean, they were in Oregon too, to be fair. No, no, I'm sure it was big there. But I remember watching it on ESPN. Oh, me too. And it was on um it, when you played like world games too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the log roll, log you had rolling. caber toss, <laughs> which I know is like you know Irish or Scottish, right, Scottish, Scottish, right? But but it's the same kind of idea of like these woodsman games. So basically, Scott takes a hunt through this like woodsman course, and he is like barreling through it. Yeah, yeah, he's because he knows what he's doing, right? And they're on a date, and he's not even like being nice or no. He's treating he's her tra- like she's a seasoned veteran, and he's trying to prove to her that he's just as athletic as she is. Yeah, he says like, "Oh, I thought you'd like to do this because you're into sports," and she's like, "Well, no, I like football, not fucking whatever this is." Yeah. And, and I actually uh, wrote before, as soon as the date started, I go, "Why don't they just go to DQ?" And then, of course, where they end up, <laughs> Derek. Derek. <laughs> I, I felt good about that. Uh, so like Kyle said, Scott thought she would like this kind of activity, activity, but she hated. She wanted a real date and to be treated like a lady. And she storms out of the DQ. Yeah, it's one of fifteen conversations she has with this guy about <laughs> over how- Brazier Perk. <laughs> yeah, like just <laughs> over at Dilly Bar, where she's like, uh, "I know that I play football, but like I'm yeah. straight and I want to like yeah do date stuff and on I wear, a date because she, she dresses nice, at right? School. Yeah, she's dressed up like they're going to a movie or the mall or something like. And even a, at school, she wears like dresses. Yeah, it's and, like a, but she's dressed like a, for a teenager date. She's not dressed for a fucking woods adventure, right? She's not gonna do the ropes course at Spring Lake Day Camp. <laughs> A joke for one person. Oh, that God. one person beat Kedorski. Co- coach is getting a lot of pressure not to play Hunt. Carolyn invites Hunt out to the local TQ, basically. Yeah, with yeah. Her oh, no, no. You know what it's called? I did. I I missed it. What was it? Alf's. Oh, it was Al. You're right. You want to go to Alf's? She's like, what the fuck is Alf's? <laughs> she did go. She goes, what's Alf's? I was like, Alien Life Force. Yeah. <laughs> a show written by a heroin addict. Uh. uh <laughs> Scott shows up with another girl and he's on a date. They like breeze over that. Like it never happens later. Yeah, it's strange. Because he ignores her. 
Well, but he does it. He's like looking at her and she's looking at him, but they don't talk. Yeah. It, it is actually very accurate to high school of like, I'm not going to give aggressive. in. Yeah, but I'm going to look at you and make you know that I'm here. Hunt does not look pleased. But she was like talking to fucking BJ too. I thought, she was. again, this is where it seems like yeah. if I, I didn't pick up that vibe, if I had, you were totally right. <laughs> so I'm still thinking at this point, there's a chance they're going to date or something's going to happen here. This is where he moves in and goes like, I'm really sorry it didn't work out. He makes yeah. the turn, the heel right. turn. Take her down to FBC. Yeah, of course. Uh, Hunt comes home and finds her mom. <laughs> I wrote this joke. It's, it's so stupid. Uh, Hunt comes home and finds her mom looking at it's a wonderful life. <laughs> a joke for one person. Yeah, yeah. It, was it even Christmas time? What was that movie on for? That seems strange to me, but it was fall. It could have been Thanksgiving. I guess. Which I, that's, yeah, you're that's, right. That's, but I did have the same question of like, it never looked cold? No. I mean, it doesn't snow there. No, but it gets cold. It, but it would be like in the 30s or 40s. It wouldn't be. Like, right. They were walking around like T-shirts most they of were. the movie. They but were. It was, you know. Uh, Hunt asks her mom if she's happy, and her yeah. mom tells her she wants to be a singer, but met her dad and had kids. But this is where the this is where these kind of movies are better than the current life. Right, because they're talking about keeping it real. Yeah, she she like legit like gets sad and serious for yeah, like she's, three minutes. She was basically like, like my life could have been this, but I had you guys, and I love Here it. Here we but, are. But yeah, like, I'm but not gonna I wanted to be a singer. Basically. Right, I'm not going to lie to you and say this is like the, the my exact, dream life, yeah. but it was uh, good. It she was because they're good actors. Yeah, I was going to say it, they both do really well in that scene. Right, and, it, and it, I almost wish there's a little more of that than maybe some of the other padding in there because you yeah, feel like for a movie was, for sure about a teen girl, there should be a little more mom stuff. Yeah. There was a, I thought there was a, a good amount. I would have wanted like one more scene because I, I know they have the scene where they argue about the sleepover. Yeah, which then they just we never even see. <laughs> no, we don't strange. see her get injured. Yeah, we don't see. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, we're at practice the next day. Coach informs her she's not starting, but we'll get in the game early. So basically, they're they're trying to get coach, not the player. So he lets Kiko, Kiko Kako, <laughs> play one down, and then he puts Hunt in. So yeah, yeah, he's he, like, "Fuck you! I didn't start her." But yeah, she's yeah. In now. Basically, he's like, "I'm going to show you how bad this guy is, and I'm going to bring her back right. in." What uh, I loved about this part, she's calling the place. I know. I love that. She, she's, she. They fucking bring in Keo back in, right? So yeah. They bring him in a halfback. She changes the play in the huddle. Yeah. She has. Says, a, she has a call that then changes. She yeah, audibles. She aud- the, audibles her own play. And yeah. And then she goes. And then she gives it to that guy. I so, know. So it's that's leadership. She's like, you she's got great. She's like, I know you got bench. I'm going to bring you back in. Yeah. And I'm, we're going to run this play. Ball. And he scores. Yeah. Did you see his high step at the end? Yeah, I did. It made me laugh so I hard. Did. It was such a white guy, like, <laughs> like trying to show up. Yeah, like Billy White shoes Johnson, but worse. Uh, so I loved it. The, the next day, so they win again. Next day it was confusing. So the whole team is helping Hunt's family fix up the house. Why are they fixing up the house? It's a They're rentals. Rental. I don't know. I thought the same thing. It's they wanted to show that the team was behind her. They were all friends. I know, but it should have been like a car wash. But they're or, painting the know. house like. Uh, Revenge of the Nerd style. They're not even just painting. They're like scraping. They're doing everything. And the house wasn't that bad. And they don't own it. I know. (laughs) They're wasting money on paint. Paint's expensive. They don't have money. God. They can't even stay overnight in the hotel. Dropped all like 50 toonies for the six gallons of paint. It's ridiculous. So Zaniga is very... uh, (laughs) Maybe they just use maple syrup. (laughs) Zaniga is very house of junt. uh, Junt. Hunt. (laughs) Classic hissy fit. I, I was wait, it was bubbling the whole time. Oh I'm yeah, like, she, I'm like they were good. I'm like, when is the sister gonna lose yeah. it that she is getting no attention? Yeah, and, and who and she's also a beautiful. I 17. know. I know. Actually, she's older than Hunt, which is interesting. oh really? Yeah. Oh, but they look the same age. Yeah, basically. they do. But it's like you can imagine why she's like, I'm the new girl at school. I'm just I'm, as hot. I'm insanely gorgeous, and no one's talking to me. Now we're at the next game, and the band is playing when the Saints come marching in. What? <laughs> now, Ken, I have a question for you. <laughs> 
Do the Grizzlies only play home games? No, they go on the road. That's Once. A, yeah. But and when she gets hurt. They play eight games. Six are home games, games. Seven games, I think. No, they're six they and were, one oh, yeah, going right, into the last games, game. Yeah. We only see them we see them only play at home. They have a good AD. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Fair enough. Yeah. I, I just kept they got, thinking, J, like, they got JY. I'm like, I want to see her on the road. I want to see her in a hostile environment. Well, that's what I thought it was going to be. When they go on the road the right. first time, because they only show the Grizzlies crowd, crowd. I thought they were going to show the cr- other crowd. Yeah, going over right. and and talking shit on the field. So there was less of that than yeah. Like in my memory of the movie, there was more of that. Like I just remember, yeah. I misremembered it, but oh, I, I don't know if I have it in here. Oh, I do. It's it's in it's in the, my next line. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Hunt Hunt gets in after a couple of plays again, immediately starts to dominate. One of the defensemen linemen says, "You're going to get reamed." No, he does? Yes. Oh, boy. That is It was a different time, 1983. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they said worse, but... Yeah. God knows they said to her in real life. Yeah. I mean, I know we said in high school to people... Right. Oh, my God. At hockey games? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Hunt takes a couple cheap shots from the opposing team that goes uncalled. Grizzlies win again. So Scott jumps out of the stands. That was goes great. after one of the linemen from the other team. Gets, Dex a, gets a knuckle sandwich yeah, for his efforts. He, Scott gets absolutely rocked. He does. He gets... He, looked he like, goes down uh, like a ton he of like bricks. Pete McNeely. <laughs> he did in Hurricane McNeely. Yeah. Uh, Hunt hears that Scott confronted the lineman after the game and tells him not to fight her battles. Yeah, that was great. Because she took those hits, she popped right up. Yeah, she got pasted and got up. It was. It was. I'm sure that's realistic. So uh, this part makes me nervous. Where he's just stroking her face. Yeah. Like not just once. No, it's. But like over and over, <laughs> rubbing, oiling. <laughs> yeah, there was something going on there. They were being very intimate, which I liked. Yeah. Like. It, Without being sexy, I guess. Yeah. Ultimately, because they really, they only really kiss like twice. Yeah, in the whole yeah, once or twice. Yeah. And like at the at end, the pep rally and then and after homecoming. the second date. Yeah. Homecoming. Uh, Hunt and Zaniga make up after the game. Now we're at the next game, and Hunt's QB one. Uh, she's dominating, pinpoint passing. Grizzlies win again. Yeah, it was just absolute clinic. Uh, Scott and Hunt are on their second date. Scott explains that he originally was afraid to ask her out because he could get made fun of. Why? I mean. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? No one likes Scott anyway. It's not I like he's know. popular. Uh, as far they, as I can tell anyway. They make out uh, after he reveals his feelings. We're at the next game. I also thought there should have been more of the cheerleader. Like have her like running yeah, interference. Or like trying to get after him. Like suddenly on Scott's jock because right. he likes her, not because right. she likes him. And then Scott kind of thinks about it. And then Hunt gets jealous. She walks in at the wrong moment. It looks like they're hooking up. But yeah. they're not. Like that kind I mean, of that's thing. if we wrote this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it seems sort of obvious she would be actively undermining Hunt. She wouldn't just be passively letting this happen. Yeah. She would be trying to get underneath her in the social system. <laughs> the ecosystem. Yeah. Because I, I, she kind of does at the end when she campaigns, but yeah. for, for Homecoming yeah. Queen. But I thought there'd be more of that. Homecoming Princess. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're at the yeah, next she's game. not married. <laughs> right the next game her receivers are wide open they're running good routes yeah. too this i mean is, it's not just all on her no 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 this she's is, not throwing into tight windows here no let's be absolutely honest not. this is uh taylor rice you know they're yeah. just yeah they're wide open mm-hmm. roger craig <laughs> uh she's even starting to win over the townspeople hunt asked to go out on the on an overnight trip at the team her parents don't want her staying with the guys so her mom stays in a room with her that was a funny lie though she's like she's like they treat me like one of the guys she's like no no she goes what could happen Wait. with me and three guys in a room <laughs> yeah. and then she i, I can't believe the mom said. she rolls her eyes and looks at the house and she goes do you want to explain you, yeah, it to her you want to handle this one <laughs> i was like damn barbara babcock she knows some things <laughs> hunt Mar- barbara gobblecock <laughs> Oh, my God. Hunt sprains her knee at the Grizzlies lo- as the Grizzlies lose their first game yeah, of the they, season. They got killed, right? Yeah. She's up to the Wolverines. She's upset that she's injured. 
Now we're at the Lumberjack event, uh, which Scott participates. Yeah, he's in the state final. This is a sanctioned high school event. Yeah. Scott dominates, but he falls in the tree climbing Yeah, event. he threw a perfect axe though to the middle. He did. He did. He did. Hunt, Hunt uh, goes to console him and help him off the field or whatever you call it, the tree. But he yeah. said he doesn't want to be helped off uh, the field by a lady quarterback. That was funny. <laughs> but it, it made me laugh. Again, he gets mad about it. The weird, like, just get it. You're either in or you're out. Like, he, yeah. he waffled well, he too was much. Up, he was so upset about losing. And then I know. Like, he was very pissed. Yeah. Well, he was good at it, too. He was great at log rolling. He was. He yeah. was fucking working that guy. Uh, the Grizzlies are 6-1. and one. Coach is still getting shit from the townspeople. Oh, my God. They're Basically, awful. Basically, the guy goes, now you'll see what a real good coach you are because Hunt was hurt after they didn't want her to play the whole yeah, season. Yeah, right. Now, your best player is hurt that you didn't want to play. So our Grizz are in the championship game. Uh, so the team, as a joke, nominates Hunt for homecoming. It's not a joke, but like to, yeah, get out, to, 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 to razz her a bit. Yeah, but it was good-natured. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hunt's family can't afford a dress, so the team goes out and buys her one. <laughs> that, that part was great. They, they, <laughs> the dress, the dress shop owner, I loved her. Oh, uh, you know who she looked like who? Thor Birch. She did. It was driving yeah, you're me insane. Right. I, in fact, I looked her up to see if it was her mom, but it's not. Yeah. You know what? I did learn about Thor Birch's mom. <laughs> what? She was a porn star. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Both, her kind of checks. Her out. mom and her dad, both porn stars. Did she ever work at a uh, at a fake newspaper company that had a <laughs> painting of New York City in the wall? You know, I did <laughs> see one ad for TeenUp.net. <laughs> Well, it was just that, te- that you remember. <laughs> it, it, well, it was just teen up. It was still print edition. <laughs> and her mom worked there. What was that one? Sixteen and pregnant? No, pregnancy pack. Pregnancy packed. Yeah. Uh, the dress shop owner feels bad for the guys because they don't have a lot of money, and she discounts a very expensive dress so they could give it to Hunt. Hunt and they were it. funny. They're like, they're like, do you know what size he is? And Tara was like, she's five six in the she's program. Built. <laughs> yeah. Then the one guy goes, she's built it's like yeah yeah she's built yeah yeah, yeah they're like we don't know how to say this but she's built yeah she's like she's five six one twenty and built <laughs> maybe laugh i know he referred to the program that i don't know why <laughs> the way he said it, he's like in the program it says uh hunt opens a dress and can't believe the team got it for her yeah that was great they that were, was fun that was good we're at the pep rally before the championship game where scott and hunt make up and make out it's the day of the big game, and it's rain. That field was the muddiest field I've ever seen. Well, it was pouring rain. I know. <laughs> like a monsoon. Did you see well, before that, though, the neighbor the, comes over to talk yeah. to the mom? Yeah. She, she again, very serious. She comes over, like, and apologizes. Nick Sanka. And, yeah, yeah. They had some instant coffee and a coffee ring. She, yeah. Remember, she had a coffee ring warming? Warming in the oven. Not in the microwave, in the oven. Yeah, yeah. She did it the correct way. A little crispy, a little caramelization. She she should have been played by Edie McClurg. Who's Edie McClurg? The secretary for first. Oh, Mrs. Poole? Yeah. Okay. She she just I mean, so reminded argue. me of her. It was like, oh, that's a perfect Edie McClurg role. Like, nosy neighbor, kind of funny, but also kind of serious. All right, know? yeah. Hunt isn't playing because of her injury. Uh, the backup QB is not doing well. Kiko? <laughs> Kio? Kio. Uh coach won't put her in. He puts in Tim Robbins, who of course does that he falls face first into that the mud. That was so funny. Uh he finally <laughs> every time he puts with the game, he goes, Me? Yeah. <laughs> He's funny. Oh, did you, did you see what number he wore? <laughs> it was like thirteen or something. Ninety. Was, oh yeah, you're right. He, he was, was like, number oh, ninety. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. He finally puts in Hunt, tells her to run some basic handoffs. Of course she runs like a trick play. Yeah. Where Hunt is the receiver, the most dangerous thing right. she could do. Yeah, yeah, throwback pass. Yeah. She gets down to the one, then she runs it in on a keeper. The Grizz win the championship. Yeah. We're at the homecoming dance after the game where Hunt, of course, wins homecoming princess. Uh, she gives a nice speech that almost made me cry. Yeah, it was end. good. Thank it was you, real good. She was, they were moving back to Canada after the year. Yeah, right. So she says about to Scott, and then to the, the team gives her uh, like a game ball with all their names signed, and she thanks them. 
so there's two things here. Well, one we skipped over is when uh, the cheerleaders campaigning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they cut. So after that, the the previous game, they cut to the high school, and you, you just hear, you don't see her. And she says, um, um, "I'd make a great homecoming princess. I'm perfect." <laughs> yes, that's her pitch. <laughs> I'm perfect. I mean, you can't get better than perfect. <laughs> But what a strange thing to say to get people to vote for you. Yeah. Well, I'm the best, so yeah, I'm perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, and then two, there so the homecoming dance in the gym. Mm-hmm. Turn the lights down. Turn the lights down. They have it lit like it's like they're playing uh gym hockey in there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't dance. You're right. I didn't even think of that. And then a third thing, which you didn't I can't believe you didn't mention this. So the one big guy on the team. I know. I, I, knew, guy, you, I knew you would pick this one up. So there's kind of like it's not really clear. So he's a larger kid. Kind of awkward, but he's on the football team. Yeah. Very clearly a lineman. Um, right. Disheveled. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of seems like he might be a slow. slow. Yeah. And so it, that was weird to me that he... I, mean, I think it's he's good. just like, like Asperger's. Like he's socially awkward. So then, so at the dance, she's dancing with Scott, and then she sees... I can't remember his name, yeah. but she says his name. She's like, oh, let's Beef dance. Adams. <laughs> Beef, come here. Uh, it probably was beef that you're actually not far off. And she's like, let's dance. And he's like, oh, I don't know. He's like shy. And he's kind of like he's acting, a shy guy. He really is a shy guy. <laughs> he's acting very weird. They put out Eddie Rabbit, though, and then he danced. <laughs> and so he comes out on the floor and loses it. He goes yeah. ape shit dancing. Yeah. And know he looked like it, it reminded me of the scene in Better Off Dead when Ricky goes out to dance. Oh, yeah, you're right. It looked just like yeah. that, where he just like starts off where slow. They got it from. And then he's just like, like totally like new wave dancing. It was unreal. I liked it, but yeah, and it, and it was sweet. Like they, yeah, it very, was. They, they weren't making a, fun of him. Right. They could have been in the butt of the joke, but it was actually right. like they were having fun. Right. Correct. It was good. That's why I wasn't sure he was special or not. And that brings us to the end of Quarterback Princess. Oh, you forgot one other thing. Okay. Freeze frame. They end all oh, 80s yeah, movies yeah, yeah, on freeze, freeze frame. frame yeah. it was, it, I, 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 I literally applauded in my apartment. I was like, yes. Oh, so good. So, Dr. Mudd, on a scale of one to five sprint right options. Oh, sprint right options. What do you give this one? She ran it ad nauseum. I know. Well, they said they ran the West Coast offense. I know. And I think maybe that's why they were so good is because no one was throwing the ball. Just like you said, they were running wide open, these guys. (laughs) God damn it. Dwight Clark. So, what do you give this one? Uh, I give this a black 59 razor. (laughs) No. I think this has to be a five. Mm -hmm. It's a four and a half or a five, but I'm going to go five because... It's following some real clunkers too. Yeah, and we needed it. Yeah, we we did. We needed a win. This was a five for me. Also, it's a borderline perfect TV it's, movie. It's either ten minutes too long, or there needs to be ten minutes more of content. Like the the ten minutes that's wasted could be better used. Yeah, I could have done without. The only things I could have done without were the mom and the neighbors talk. I mean, it was fine. Yeah, but it was like, who cares? Yeah. See, was- I thought all the scenes were very short. Like, they're all short enough. Yeah, it just felt like it was just slightly too long. Like, I was a little surprised. Well, they had to fill two hours almost with the commercial. You know, it has to be an hour 40. Yeah, it was an hour 40. So, uh, but yeah, it was borderline perfect movie. Good acting. Um, it was funny. Like, for, for a movie that's yeah. almost 40 yeah. years so old, they, I laughed. They, so, when they interview the, they're interviewing Tammy after the game and her family, and, and the dad, they asked the dad, like, oh, so you're a psychologist and uh, you hunt moose. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm a moose psychologist. I, I helped them during hunting. It was really funny. Yeah, yeah. I helped them get over hunting. He le- season. Yeah, he legitimately like sold it. It was good. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, everybody was good. Like I, yeah, it was great. It, I'd watch it again. Yeah, like it's a it's a perfect TV movie. Yeah, because it, it's it's uplifting. It's a true story. It's it has dramatic moments, but mm-hmm. you don't feel bad after watching it. Yeah, because it's a movie that could have gone. <laughs> it could have been terrible or and sad. The football scenes were really well done. Yeah, yeah. If you don't if you've ever played high school sports, yeah. you will relate yeah. to this. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Not, nothing but good things to say.
much needed win for the cyber bullies. <laughs> we can only go so long like this. <laughs> All right, we're going to end up. Word up. Our Cash celebrity net worth. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job at second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young dude, you're rocking the goat too. No goose, only way I begin to choose your. All right, Ken. Surprisingly, this one was a little hard for me. Oh, okay. Given that we had like stars and other things going on, so I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sure how pleased I am with what I came up with, but we're gonna we're All gonna right. go with this. All right. All right. We're gonna start with quarterback division mm-hmm. pathbreakers. So Tammy Mado was a lady quarterback. Sure. Um. So unusual at that time. Maybe the first ever mm-hmm. in sanctioned high school sports. Okay. Contact tackle football. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you five quarterbacks who broke barriers in the NFL. Okay. And you're going to tell me what they're worth. All right. Warren Moon, mm-hmm. who I believe is the first African-American quarterback elected to the Hall of Fame. Okay. Might be Randall Cunningham. I wasn't sure which. Jim Plunkett. Okay. Who was of Native American descent. Okay. So the first Native American. Mm-hmm. Ken Stabler, mm-hmm. the first left-handed quarterback okay. to start the NFL. Okay. Roman Gabriel, who is of Mexican descent. Okay. And I believe now a college football coach. And Jesse Palmer, hmm. first Canadian quarterback oh. to make a name for hmm. himself. Interesting. Oh, boy. All right. Also was on The Bachelor. He was. Uh, oof. These are these are difficult. Warren, I'll, start, I'll just start how you said him. Yeah, so Warren on. Moon. Hmm, he's interesting because he played in Canada for a long time. Yeah, and it was it was a star and then it was a, starter, a star. Yeah, I don't know how much they made at all. That's really hard to know. Like I really, I can't no imagine idea. they paid as well. But the NFL didn't pay that well at that time right. either. So then that's pre free agency. He was on the Oilers for a long time, like six, seven seasons, at least, maybe? at least, probably like eighty five or six but to like nineteen ninety five. Right. So I don't know. And he played for the Vikings after that. Yeah, right? I don't think very long though. Mm, maybe a yeah. year or two. Uh, I don't know. If he ever got like a big contract, mm. I don't know. Uh, he might have from the Oilers, but it feels like that he would have last had... one, maybe one contract. Yeah, because remember they had the commander Cody Carlson backing I, him up, I, I and there was a chance. Like, but they were like threatening to play him. I remember that sort of being the end of his time there. Um, but that had to be like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. He's worth like seven million. Okay. Um, who was second? Jim Jim Plunkett. Plunkett. The older I know ones he, are hard because he's still doing trade shows. I know, uh, which they you could make good money off. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I'll say he's worth ten. Okay. Uh, bold stance, Plunkett more than Moon. Interesting. I, yeah, I know. I I don't know because I just think uh, I have a feeling Warren Moon was divorced. If I remember correctly, yeah, he did have some sort of. I want to say he like had some kind of he money got caught. With maybe a woman, I want to say he something. he almost like lost his money. I I, I yeah, it sticks in my head too, but yeah. I don't I couldn't tell you if that's true. But uh, so who do we have? We, we should have... wildly speculate though, nonetheless. <laughs> oh, uh, Kenny Stabler, the snake. Yeah. Um. Jeez. He's deceased. Yeah, and I think he had drug slash alcohol. Yeah, issues. notorious for being addicted to gambling. Uh, so I'll say he died with five hundred thousand. Okay. Who is uh, the one before Jesse Palmer? 
Roman Gabriel. Yeah, that one I don't play, I, played for the don't LA know, Rams. I don't really know anything about him, so I'll say. But I believe he's a head coach of a football, a college football team right now. Okay, I want to so say like South say Carolina, maybe two million. Okay, and I'll say Jesse Palmer has like five million. <laughs> What? You're a goddamn savant. <laughs> I don't know how the... F- you literally did not sleep last night. <laughs> I'm going to go down a list. Okay. Warren Moon is the one you missed by the most, which yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, I was a little... I didn't know where to go with him. Warren Moon, $12 million. See, sometimes I know too... Like, he's the yeah. one I know the most You talked yourself out of right, it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. it. That's usually the problem, actually. Yeah. Jim Plunkett, $10 million right on the nose. <laughs> Kenny Stabler, three hundred k. You said five hundred, which is ridiculous. You're that close. <laughs> Roman Gabriel, two million, which you said, two million. <laughs> the best I've ever done, I think. Jesse Palmer, six. <laughs> you said five. Like, and, and there's no way I could have guessed that no, you'd go this there's, direction. No, there's no cheating. I would never, I would never allow that. I respect the game. <laughs> the integrity matters to me. And there's no way you could have known that's what I would do. Like, no, there's just no chance. No. There's only one. I didn't know I was going to do it. There's only one person I spent thinking about this week and what they were worth. Yeah, that's Helen, Helen Hunt. Hunt. Right. And you maybe could have surmised Tim Robbins if you wanted, but yeah. And I didn't even think. Of, I didn't even think about him to be honest. No, you're gonna, you're I, gonna, I thought you were going to go Paul Reiser. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So, also in this movie, Daphne Zuniga. Oh, Woo. I guess you could go Melrose. Ah, <laughs> I, we've done that before. Yeah, though. I know. I know. The big, I forgot him the all, big right. show. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, him, I remember. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's like seventy million. Sixty, or I think it was sixty. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do Spaceballs division. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, that's a good one. So Daphne Zuniga, John Candy, mm-hmm. Rick Moranis, oh, man. who famously has stopped working, stopped acting, yeah, and Bill Pullman. Oh, man, this one's tough. This is a tough one. I did not, I because again, like I tried to pre-guess for I looked just out of curiosity, and I was nowhere near. And that and that should give you no hint of no, up or down. No, I just got no. them all wrong. All right, so oh man, all right, uh, Moran. I'll start Moranis. Because he hasn't worked, he I, I feel he's invested well. I don't know what else he does. And he's Canadian, so like you got to figure he's. But he just, lives in the city. I know, but you got to figure he's just like a conservative. Like he just doesn't like spend his money lavishly. Right. It just seems that. Uh, way. Hmm. I'll say he's still worth like five million. Okay. Um, Pullman. Because he's still working. He's in that. I forgot the name of that show. Yeah, he's but he's still constantly in things. Yeah, he's in a ton of stuff. He, he, was met, a, he was in a monster movie. Yeah, and he and he outlived. That's on all the time. He outlived Paxton. He did. I'll say he's worth twelve. Okay. Um, Candy. That's a tough one. So he died in what, like ninety three, ninety four. Yeah. And so celebrity net worth made clear was his net worth at time of death. Okay. So this would have been ninety four. Yep. I'll go twenty five million for okay. him. Uh, did we? Are we doing Zaniga? Yeah. Zaniga. I'll say she's worth three. Million, right on the nose. And who, Three million. Who else? That was it. I just oh, wanted those okay. four. <laughs> All right. So Zuniga comes in at the bottom at three. I thought maybe she'd be worth a little more, to yeah. be honest. But that was you were you knew so. <laughs> you knew. You knew what you were doing. Uh, Rick Moranis, ten million. A nice pull yeah. for Rick. Yeah. I mean, the Honey I Shrunk the whatever movies. Oh, I forgot about that. Those were monsters. Yeah, you gotta you're figure, right. I forgot about those. And you figure by the second or third one, he's got a piece of the yeah. action. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is probably why he stopped working. I'm like, well, I don't need to yeah, do this. Exactly. So. Um, John Candy, fifteen million. Okay, that was one where I, I, it could have been like forty, yeah, or four. Like I really was like, I don't. I know. I kind of figured he was, because he didn't have time to to like fuck it up that much. That's true. That's true. But I also think his paydays maybe weren't as big. Like what I would have been his big payday? Couple, like I bet you, Delirious, Great, out- Great Outdoors, 
I he probably guess. got paid pretty well. Uh, Uncle Buck even maybe no, nah, maybe not John Hughes. But you but wonder, like, yeah, like I, it, um, he consistently no, he did was a couple in, movies that were he made a lot in like one year. Like who's Harry Crumb? <laughs> yeah, Delirious. They all came out like that same yeah, year. Yeah, I bet you he did it right that year. He probably made most of his money that year because that was that was when he was on the top of his game, Hot to yeah. Trot. Wasn't he in Hot to Trot? I can't remember who's in Hot to Trot. It was Bobcat, and wasn't was it? Who wasn't? I thought he was in that. Maybe not. Because I always think of Richard Dreyfuss, but he's in the other one. Yeah, Let It Ride. Yeah. Yeah, it might be John Candy. I thought it was John Candy. God, that's sad. We I'm don't pretty know. sure it was John Candy. Was the, huh. was Ed or whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> Moving on. I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah, because I was just trying to think about like, his big paydays, though. Like, I bet you it was like delirious. He probably got paid $5 million yeah, for that. It, yeah, I, I guess... It was just like he see he was a huge star, but I don't think he wasn't like super rich. And Steven Spaceballs, he probably did all right. Yeah, he probably did okay on that. Yeah, but it wasn't like like Bill Murray's probably yeah, one hundred and fifty million. That's what I'm saying. Like, what I'm for saying? him like, to have twenty five million, yeah, considering he made eight movies in one year, yeah, fifteen, years, fifteen, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, fifteen yeah. even. Yeah. yeah, so I think that that checks out. All right, so Bill Pullman coming in number one. Mm. I don't remember what you said. I don't remember either. I think I said twelve. Yeah, you were you were under I think on all of them. Uh, 18. Okay. Surprising. Yeah. I mean, he's done all right. He probably got paid all right for this, the, uh, Independence Day re- yeah. Uh, re- Oh, yeah. Reboot yeah, he probably just for appearing got $4 million. Yeah. Like, that's just... Yeah. So, he's he's done all right. He's yeah. had a good career. Yeah, considering? Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's not a great actor. He's fine. He's okay. He's not a huge star. No. That's, like, good money for not a huge star. And yeah, and he's consistently worked. Like, he's not bringing anybody to the box he's office. Bas- yeah, he basically made one huge movie into a really nice career yeah and you're not like like john candy you go see a john candy movie right like, right you're not going to see a bill pullman movie. right even although i did go see zero effect which i very much enjoy which uh <laughs> with ben stiller where he plays like this kind of eccentric uh private detective it's funny I've never even heard of it so it's by the guy who did a uh, jay kasdan uh, who did a uh, orange county and so oh, okay uh, it's good it's fun all right he's actually really good you. in it that's probably his best acting job I okay would say. all right one more Superstar Division. There we go. HH. Whew. Thought a lot about this. Tim this Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. And the aforementioned Paul, Paul Reiser. Reiser. Yeah. Which, these are all fascinating names based yeah. on their careers. Right. So, HH. Won an Emmy and an Oscar in the same year. She's been in probably not as many movies as you think. Yeah. When was last? She stopped basically acting, it seems right. like. Or she's not being cast. I don't but know if she quit. But she had... Maybe as good of a five-year stretch, Moneymakers. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I mean, she was in like a five-year stretch, as good as it gets, Twister, Castaway, like m- movies that made a zillion dollars. Yeah, so she had any part of that. Um, She was mad about you. Yeah, see, that's what I think is the real Moneymaker. I think they were getting paid at the end of that show. That show was so popular. It was sort of in the it was middle. Si- it was Seinfeld's right. after trails, but still... Probably twenty million people a week watched. It. Oh, it was a huge hit, and it was a good enough show because it had those two in. Right, it, it was like Friends and Seinfeld that way, where they got paid off at the end. Like they kept doing yeah. them, but were making. I bet you it was on what five or six seasons at least. Yeah, I would say six or seven even. Yeah. So by the end, they're making fifteen mil. So, but I, I don't think it ever went to syndication. So they might not have made it to a hundred. No, I don't think they. I don't. I would. It's just, not like Seinfeld. You don't see Mad no, About You reruns no, no, constantly. No, 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 so. No. No, you're right. Yeah, I don't. I Which don't remember is being why Paul Reiser maybe isn't in Larry David territory. Correct. But that being said, uh, I did a lot of thought on this one. <laughs> I came up with fifty. 
for H. Okay. Paul Reiser. We live rich and fulfilling lives. This is what we're spending our time on. <laughs> Paul Reiser. I think he has a lot more than you think. I thought this one was the hardest one because he created that show. It was on a long yeah. time. So he got paid double producing, acting, writing. And he's writing. been doing stand-up for decades. Right. And you got to figure if he's he does it. making bang. He could sell out a theater. And oh, absolutely. He could, he could come to Montclair for one night and make $40,000. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, he's already making, like... And this is my... And your thought process is... And this is a new wrinkle to to, or to uh, Celebrity Net Worth, where if they don't have... If they're not... Haven't been acting for a couple years, they have a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it just... Right. It, it has to be. Because and what's I, the last movie HH was in? Like, What Women Want? Like, or something? Where she was a star? I mean, she was in that... Pay It Forward? I think even yeah, it was around the same time probably. I I, I see her in like a couple nef like where I see her face pop up. I'm like, oh, Helen Hunt's in that, but I don't think she's like no out there trying but to. But it's act. almost twenty years. Yeah. No, no. I I, with I don't you. Even know what she looks like right now. Like I assume she didn't get a lot of plastic surgery. I hope not because she had such a distinct look. Yeah, it would be sad. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm always disappointed with the plastic surgery. Yeah, me too. Overall, like unless you know, I get that it's about how they feel about themselves, and that's fine. But sometimes, so so HH fifty riser. I think it's more than you think. Okay. I'll go like 35. And Robbins, that one's hard because he's literally in a movie that's on every day. Right. It, it, and again, you don't know what he's getting out of that, but it's got to be good. He's getting five cents. It's added up. You know, like, um, man, that's a hard one, man. Because he's another one. He's worked consistently. He's been a, t- a ton of good movies. But I don't know how many he's literally been the star of. Wow. Yeah. You know, where he's he's carried the the load of the movie. Not to say But he, he works. He's, he's also a guy who also and works. he directs like And he's been yeah. So I'll say he's he's higher than those two, I believe. Hmm. Now you don't know how they factor in the the SS money either. The SS Sarandon money. That's that true. It, that is confusing for sure. Because you gotta figure, she's worth more than him, I would imagine. I would think so, but so then again, Hollywood if is fucked up. If they're paying for stuff, I, I don't think they're married still, right? They have the I Helen, don't think they ever the actually Haunt, Helen married. Hunt thing. Yeah, so they may not have but, divided. But they've been together anything. for thirty years, right? But I don't. But, but they're but they're probably if they're I don't know if like I'm saying he's not if they bought these huge houses, she's probably paying a lion's share of it, or yeah, you know, like he's not spending all his money for his own house. Let's say that. Yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, I doubt they they have mortgages, but no, you know what I mean. Yeah. But they're buying seven million dollar houses. Oh yeah, right, sure. You know, uh, so I'll say he's worth like, oof, I don't know. This one's tough. Yeah, I, he I, could be at twenty or he could be at sixty. These are all hard for sure. So I'll go. He's a little more than. Oh, no, nah, I can't see. I can't. My first instinct, he's worth more, but I'm gonna go. I think he's one of those that I'll be surprised. He's not worth as much. I'll say he's worth twenty five. Okay. Yeah. What'd you say for Riser? I already forgot. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Okay. And Fifty for HH. Now, fascinating. You talked yourself out of the right answer twice. Ah, oh, god damn it! All right. So we'll go B to T. Yeah. Paul Riser coming in third. Okay. I, which I did I not expect. See that. Yeah. I just thought for sure, like creating and having that show and getting paid to act in it would just be a mountain of money. Yeah, he's just not. That's like one of the only. And he still things, does stuff. I know. Like you said, he still does stand up. He still acts and stuff. But the, you're right. The syndication. It, it must not the be lack as good. Of syndication. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's syndicated, but just not like Seinfeld or like right. Friends, Friends or even Wings. Like you see more Wings episodes. Yeah. I'm fucking mad about you. Yeah, and it's not like it's that bad of a show where they can't. No, it's be good. It's a good yeah, show, it's but right. 
So he came out with forty million. Okay. That was close. Yeah, no, I was gonna yeah. say you, you you were but you had cut you had taught yourself to the right number at some point. You said forty at some point. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh <laughs> number two, Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. Fifty five. So you were right on with that. Right. Yeah. But you but you had like basically I had zeroed time on in. that one. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I, I would not have guessed that. I, I thought she again, I thought she could be ninety or twelve. Like I had no clue. Yeah, I once again that's the fact that's a new factor. Yeah, you're right. Not working and and they still can work. Yeah, right. Because I looked at her IMDb. She's been in like six or seven movies since Castaway, but like all right. one every like four 20, years. 20 right, so years I'm saying ago. like it's just like she does what she wants. Like yeah. she wants to be in something, she'll be in it. Yeah. She, she doesn't have to be in a blockbuster. Yeah, she's not trying to make money or win awards. She's just doing yeah. what she wants. Right. And she might have kids or whatever, you yeah. know, like just been exactly. like, fuck it, I don't have to work. Right. I won't. She was, what is she, like 50 maybe? I bet she's about 50. Well, maybe she's a little born older. in 60. I figured it out for the other movies. 62 or 63. So what is that? Fifty-five, okay. yeah. six, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I figured she's about at least fifteen years older than us. Okay. Um, so coming in number one, Tim Robbins. I, I, this number boggled my mind. Sixty million. Shit, that was my initial. I guess know you too. said it. I, I was like, <laughs> I would never have guessed that in yeah. many years. So well done. I just, he must be getting a piece of Shawshank. He has to. He has to. It's the only explanation. And he does work. I think he's in a show now or something. Or and he does stuff constantly. Yeah. It's, or he's just a, a big show. Where he's producing and he's getting paid that way. See, that's what I think is that he's got his name. He's either got a production company or his name on stuff. Because, I can see that because he didn't. I mean, he's a good actor and he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, but right. There's just it just. But he hasn't had that huge, right? Payday movie. I don't yeah, think. again, like Bull Durham is constantly on, but I don't think. But he's, he was getting. Paid, he probably got a million dollars for that movie. Right. Exactly. Or I'm, if I'm, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He hasn't really produced anything that's huge. Like, you figure if he gets 1% of Shawshank or whatever, right, you right. know, it's... Now, that would be, you know, decent money. Yeah, like, it's it's wild. But he's he's on a ton of Yeah, he things. works a lot. Like, I'm surprised at the list of things here. He does work a lot, yeah. And a lot of good stuff. Yeah, he's in good movies. I like that one with him and Jeff Bridges with the uh, the bombings. Oh, Arty That's a Road. great movie. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I, I, have, I actually, yeah, I, I like that one a lot. He's in Jungle Fever. I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So uh, I was pulling up the thing. All right. All right. It's a nice, efficient episode. Good. Today. Yeah. Good. I don't know what we're doing next. I'll figure it out. But yeah, that one was good. Uh, watch Quarterback Princess. It's on YouTube, so it's free. Uh, really good, like, <laughs> really good movie. I'm going to let Elton John take us out. For Dr. McCarr, reason now I'm Ken DeWorsey, and this has been another episode of the Cyber Boys. This goes out to our paralyzed son. <laughs> On the next Cyberbullies podcast, starring Julie Benz. Zoe, I need you to tell me what happened that night. I put Timmy to bed. Fell asleep, woke up to smoke. Timmy! Mothers aren't supposed to outlive their children. Your marriage, your family, all that's ever this perfect little family i tried to get to him i woke up too late oh, God. <laughs> this is now an active arson investigation 
Inspector believes it was started from a cigarette. Everything points to you, Zoe. I did not kill my son. It's Arson Mom, a.k.a. Soul Custody. Now available on the Lifetime Movie Club via Amazon Prime.